0: Landon Morris here reporting from CFXU 93.3 The Fox I say reporting like it's some formal news thing But it's not I'm in my living room But anyway I wasn't in my living room this weekend I was in Sydney, Nova Scotia For Nova Scotia Music Week CFXU had a presence there For the first time in a while And it was super dope Uh, My co-station manager of CFXU here uh, Claire was also there playing with uh, her sister Moira, you know, Moira and Claire. Anyway, uh, them being super famous aside, we did get to go around, hang out a little bit, do some, uh, see some shows, a lot of great shows, a lot of great photos from those shows over on our Instagram, so if you'd like to see photos and coverage from Nova Scotia Music Week, you can check that out at Radio STFX, but today we've got a super, super cool interview uh, I was, uh, it, uh, you'll notice, if you listen to our Daniel James McFadgen interview, you will know we were parked in a car uh, in our mobile recording unit, and uh, I was doing a little bit of editing to that interview right after it happened, and I saw uh, two buds of mine, Andre and Travis, uh, of Andre, Pettypot, and the Giants, just walking along the street, and I said, what's going on? You want to do an interview? And they say, yep. So we just kind of jump into it. And uh, it's not very formal or structured. We just have a chat about a lot of cool things. We talk about cartoons. We talk about pro wrestling. We talk about uh, butt rock and the rock around the uh, early 2000s into the 90s even. That might not have been butt rock. We talk about Creed, which was definitely Christian butt rock. We talk a little bit about Limp Biscuit. we talk about Pokemon, we talk about a lot of cool things, a lot of really fun stuff. It's maybe the most fun I've ever had, just uh, just chatting for for an interview. So thank you to Andre and Travis for doing that. And then afterwards you'll hear an acoustic performance of their song, uh, Definition of a Dweeb, which for some reason I can't explain, goes so hard on a classical guitar, while being recorded in uh an suv on charlotte street in sydney they killed it so i mean i won't keep rambling like i always do without further ado andre Pettipa, travis Pettipa of andre pedipaw and the giants
1: (laughs) travis have you battled the loch ness
2: monster yes the rumors are
1: true
0: have you
2: failed or did you succeed? Always. In your fight with the Loch Ness Monster. I always Have fail. you seen
1: the Loch Ness Monster yet? No. He fought <laughs> That one. answers the question. <laughs> you know what? I didn't catch on to that at right? first. It might be Lapras, and it might be in Pokemon, but it could be close enough. <laughs> it could be the real <laughs> deal. We uh, we actually designed our poster to be like Pokemon, because Travis is into Pokemon quite a bit, and like... This year I'm doing one for Travis. You're not into Pokemon. Well, I like Pokemon Snap. Like sure. that's the only one I've ever played. And I never knew how to play the card game. I just collected them because it was like everyone else does. Yeah. I never I played when I was a kid, but that's about it.
2: Yeah, I think
3: we came back. Well the touring you gotta do something. So that was always like my touring ritual was like Pokemon him. and Pokemon Tetris. Pokemon
2: Emerald and Pokemon
3: and Tetris.
1: Oh this yeah. this guy's like the world champion in Tetris.
3: Really? <clears throat> this uh what is it? East of Montreal? There's nobody really,
1: <laughs> really? up there, yeah. Still, I'm still <laughs> legit. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. yeah, like, I'm I'm basically driving the whole time when we're touring, and Travis is usually there. I'm like, not saying much He's doing a Sudoku, Tetris, or Pokemon. Yeah, he's,
2: I'm he, a solitaire guy. Solitaire? Well, that's, I've never yeah, played. That's
1: fair, yeah. I'm not, like... It's not as hard as I thought it was. No? What no. about Minesweeper? Back on the old XP
3: days, I can relate, well, for sure. The
2: thing is, right, I was born in 2001, but... I lived with my grandmother so we had integrated technology. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up with playing VHS tapes, yeah, cassettes, yep. you know, and Minesweeper on a Windows XP computer <laughs> that, <laughs> that I used until 2015. Exactly. <laughs> was Chips hey, Challenge? If it ain't on broken? That? What's that?
1: Was Chips Challenge on there? I don't know. That was a game like I don't even know where it was. I think that was on that Windows game. 95.
2: Pinball was good. Pinball. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was the
1: same thing. It was like those four games. There was Pinball, Chips Challenge, Minesweeper, which I still don't know how to play. Yeah, i tried, tried re-downloading it. that one, rekindling it, but it didn't.
2: No. I just yeah.
1: stick to like wrestling games and NHL.
2: What wrestling games? What's no mercy
1: here. No mercy. No mercy
2: was my favorite.
1: 64. Yep. Or we got SmackDown, SmackDown versus Raw. Uh, WCW versus NWO was good on the 64. Nice. Those were the those are the go-to's. But like,
2: I really fell in love with No Mercy. I started liking wrestling because I had Day of Reckoning on GameCube. Nice. nice. GameCube's the best system. Yeah, really is. Easy. It Nothing is. Nothing will beat it. I don't know. Super like, Monkey Ball. Dude, yeah, I, I played that like two weeks
1: ago. <sighs> so, so good. Like one of my favorite games. That mm, Mario Kart Double Dash.
2: Oh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Yeah. Smash Bros got that. Melee. Yeah, yeah. He loves Melee. Yeah.
1: Those Look at are that. like literally GameCube is probably the best console to come out. PS3 did a lot, but GameCube yeah. was just playability was great the controllers were comfy so comfy. that arch on the it's not end, about left the and right list, oh. man. It's you not know
3: with the game list it's not graphics
1: come and go but i don't know N- nintendo was always classic it feels, good. Yeah, it feels nintendo good
2: never tried to be hyper realistic that's the thing true yeah. Yeah. you look at super monkey ball that's like a cartoon <laughs> yep and that's, a badly animated one that could be, that could that that. be a
3: 95 arcade game yeah, it could be but it
2: still plays good oh yeah tarzan
1: on there was good too
2: um, the, it. Game. the yeah, fantastic four game on gamecube never played it either really yeah. it went so hard so we're gonna have to have a gamecube day someday <laughs> oh you have to yeah i still got my original gamecube from 2004 really i got it for christmas i don't know
1: where nice. i got mine what color blue actually blue.
2: Yeah. with the kind of purple tape yeah you know? okay. i've got that one yeah. and then i've got a silver one
1: i nice. bought one off a guy in prodoxbury with like 12 games for like 100 bucks He
3: didn't know what he had. Clearly, no. He had no idea. And then I had
1: (laughs) a couple Zelda games in there. And And
2: then there's some stores around that'll have like I saw a GameCube game for like fifty bucks. Oh yeah. Like uh, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of games. You know. say
3: back there there used to be the
2: most killer. It's cash only spot. Sandy's
3: G. It's not open anymore. No, but it used to have everything, and it was actually pretty cheap. Really? Yeah, there was like a wall of CDs if that's something you're into. Well you can't be into anything now it's not
1: open, but <sighs> I nice. no I just recently started recollecting VHSs. Yeah. Because in our like in our rehearsal space is my basement. And there. I've got a TV on the wall and we got the 64 and just a bunch of VHSs. So it's usually throwing old wrestling tapes, throwing some music videos. I recently got eight mile nice. on VHS, 20th anniversary this year. This was unopened. Oh my God! I mean, Billy Madison unopened.
3: There's nothing more comforting than that, like first, like 30 seconds of a VHS tape
2: oh. it goes. Yeah, the THX <laughs> thing. It's Jesus. warm in the best of ways. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they, they need to work on their compression. Yeah. We want to talk music. That's, that's my favorite part about it all. It's, it's like so. Wow. Sh- yeah. Like no matter what, it just start. You you think it'll go to a volume and then level. it keeps oh, going. You I, know. I think that's what made it great, like Jurassic Park
1: on VHS, try and get something better than that, it was well besides Freddy Krueger, a so little Nightmare on Elm Street, it was so different, with the nails.
3: so different than anything else, like going back and watching like my favorite VHS movies now, it's like, yeah, it <laughs> like gets, gets away the like mystique of the movies, you know, yeah. when you're watching on like screen this big VHS, and then it's like live yeah. almost now it's like more real than real <laughs>
2: yeah. there's oh there's something so special about it you know i've been shooting shows on an eight millimeter tape camera like a home video camera oh it's good man it's dead so i couldn't take it i mean it's you so have cool. it with you though no i was I, gonna well, say have it back home i was gonna say you
1: could have some uh value village thing to find a charger yeah true just go in with your camera and just plug Start it in I, I love <laughs> that. Just, we're, just common, we're like time travelers if you're going to listen to that stuff or watch yeah. old stuff. Take you back to a
2: memory that's faint at a time that wasn't so hard in your life. Yeah. True, no. and that's the thing, it, it, and it provides such a genuine nostalgic quality, despite yeah. the fact that I'm recording Blueberry Jam 2022, like, yeah. no, so it still makes it feel like, damn, <laughs> I remember the days, and it was like three months ago, that's it. you know, it I, does that, I love that, well, you guys kind of go for like a retro aesthetic, especially with the cover of your last record, you know, yeah, 100%, it's like, well, we got the inspiration
1: for that from Excess's Kick, nice. and then also with Alice Cooper, like Welcome to My Nightmare, he was in the straight jacket, yeah. but I wanted to combine both of those. And Travis is like, "Okay, I've got the idea. You're small. We're like, you know, on fire." So we did like all the aesthetic all ourselves, and that was the whole thing. It's like, let's bring up some nostalgia. Let's go from '90s and '70s. And our our producer actually worked with Alice Cooper as we were releasing the album, which was super cool. It's like That's sick. it kind of like a full circle thing. And Alice Cooper for me. He's always been that guy that's been just on my radar and like, okay, this guy is super cool. He's different than anybody else. And there's a guy by the name of Ziggy. I don't know his real name, but when I was working, uh, my first job was like 15 years old. Where was it? Petrocan in Allsco, nice. working at a gas station. And that's when I just started reacting, like interacting with as many people as you can every day. It's like, okay, I can get a good conversation with this guy. But this Ziggy guy came into me and he used to deliver groceries to Alice Cooper. Oh, no way. So he'd always, like, come in. He knew I was a musician, and he'd always just tell me stories. He's like, I never met him, but I I was the house I was delivering to. And then one day he came in. This is the last time i seen him. Uh, He came in with a book that says Hollywood Rocks. And the book, I still have it, has everything written in Hollywood, where I should go, which venues are good. Nice. And I found out, like, a couple of years later, this guy actually died. He jumped off a building in Halifax. So it was like, yeah. shit. And then when I get that kind of full story with Brian working with Alice, it kind of triggered into that. I'm like, well, life is more connected than we think. Yeah. You know, these little things happen. And for, like, myself at age 15, and then myself again at age 27, to think of that Alice Cooper connection, it's like, all right, I like this. Yeah. It's –
2: life. life is a full circle thing. It is. And speaking of full circle things – it's hard to be a Canadian and not grow up listening to the hip. Oh yes. And you guys recently did something
1: full cool circle in the hip. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, in uh, June. So it's like our June tour. We were releasing our live album we did at the Alma Combo, and we we played eight dates, and then we had four days off in between. So we had a 13 album or 13 track album to record, and we were invited to the Bat House, which is Tragically Hip's personal studio recorded 13 songs in three days, uh, bass, drums, guitar, and we're uh, actually finishing the record on this week. Our producer's coming in for his first time spending time in Nova Scotia, so oh, wow. he's going to stay here for six days. We're going to do all our overdubs and some extra guitars, but the time at the Bad House was amazing. The uh, engineer there, Niles Spencer, he did a bunch of, the, bunch of the Gord solo records, and he worked, like, he was the in-house guy. He lives there, and he's Honestly one of the nicest dudes, one of the most meticulous sound guys. He's it was weird. It kinda like did itself. Yeah. There. Like it was. He made it so like
3: comfortable. Nothing was a problem. If it was a problem, it was fixed just like that. Yeah. Like was... one day, one day he we were playing and Mark was playing his kit and he was playing his hi-hats oh, yeah. and there was just some weird thing going on. He's like, I'm gonna take a towel to do towel this. And, and then
1: it fixed itself. So it was honestly like he was a whiz and we were just comfortable because we we stayed in the house too, so. We'd wake up around 9, we'd eat some breakfast, we'd go to the Circle K up the road, (laughs) grab slushies and hot dogs for breakfast, because that's what we do. Coffee crisps, energy drinks, that's our life on the road. Come back, 11 o'clock, we'd start recording. We'd finish up at about 10 o'clock at night, then we'd go up and play some pool, up in the room upstairs, listen to some records, drink beer. We had actually a beer with Candid Brewing at the time. Uh, called Live at the Elmo. Yes. And that was in preparation of the live album release, so we did a bunch of promo with them. So Brian sent us on the road with a couple flats. So that whole tour was just oh the best beer in the world. And we're on the road and we're recording an album at the hip studio. This is life is great. Beer while on the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I was honestly like I don't know if we could make that experience again. It's just so natural. Yeah. Like we were we were ready for it and there was a couple songs on there that we haven't really did we haven't played live yet and we haven't really spent time working on them so it's like let's just let the, let's go to the studio and we'll figure out the logistics while we're there but these songs aren't super over it's like we want to make a rock record we don't want to complicate the tunes we'll add all the extra layers and stuff later let's just go yeah. in and hash it out and that was awesome it was so fun man yeah, we're, we're really stoked to finish that next week. Hell yeah. So exciting. tell me about
2: this record. What does it shape it up to be?
1: <sighs> it's growth. Yeah. Like, um, last record was just dead ahead pretty well, rock and roll. This one kind of opens up a little more personal, lyrically. And it's not heavy song after heavy song. It's like, okay, okay here's some emotional songs. Here's some songs that are angry. Here's all the feelings of the pandemic coming into a 13 song album where it's basically flowing with your emotional roller coaster life just trying to survive after you know I'm thinking you're going to go on a great tour after you release your last album we were set to do some dates in Japan we had a tour with Buck Cherry lined up for our album release
2: and I was like
1: oh no actually you guys can't go nowhere
2: the song Crazy Bitch is about COVID
1: yeah exactly about. <laughs> <death>. post post COVID <laughs> yeah it actually got re-released as a uh, crazy COVID bitch. Yeah, crazy COVID bitch. Lit
3: up was about the vaccine too.
1: Lit up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I love the COVID. I love the COVID. <laughs> I think that's
2: that's the whole. Wait, that's Buck Cherry.
4: Yeah. I love the cocaine. I
2: love the cocaine. I didn't even know that was them. Yeah. Nice. I think that, was their, hits, that was their dude. first one. I
1: think. Um, that song, sorry. That was a good song. I'm
2: sorry about, I'm bad. Oh. I'm
4: sorry I'm blue. They're not just a cocaine band, believe it or not. The mean, they're that, too. I said to you and I know I can't, can't take, you take it back.
1: But that could have been a Hinder song, too. <laughs> yeah. That could have, like, you know I mean? It's that kind of, yeah. I don't know, post-Pearl
2: Jam rock, I guess. Like yeah. Going for that same it's really feel. That's really all it is, like, in in terms of, like, how you quantify that like yeah. vocal style. I'm not yeah. saying like I'm boiling all these bands down to being no. pearl jam, but the most... Can we agree that like... Okay, here's my take. Mm-hmm. The most egregious example of over-pearl jamming it is Creed. Creed. But, but goddamn, they had some hits. Agreed. They a had Creed. some
1: hits. Dude, like not even... Probably a month ago, a buddy of mine was like, you gotta cover Creed. I'm like, okay, I... We'll do it. But you got to troll this person that just trolled me. So this crazy lunatic, like, blew up our Instagram, like, saying that. Why do you say, act like you wrote Bohemian Rhapsody when you never even wrote a good song and blah, blah, blah? I'm oh, like, I saw that. Anyways, like, I just posted it just to call this person out. It was a fake account. So they got their account removed, and my, my friend got it removed, and he just, like, called them out. He's like, okay, now I expect a Creed cover. <laughs> so we good. did one last Jeez. breath. And I'm like, brought me back to the WWF days, which yeah. is, you know, you got Jeff Hardy jumping off a 20 foot ladder, my
2: sacrifice. Yeah, tell me that stuff doesn't bring you back to when shit didn't matter. Wrestling music was so good. Yeah, dude. Like the saliva. The, <laughs> the Survivor Series 2002. Is that Click Click poster? Boom? No, they did uh, Click Click Boom. Was they did stuff with Click Click Boom, but this yeah. was the song Always. How does it go?
4: I love you, I hate. Oh yes. Yeah.
2: RVD's on the poster. Yes, on the Five Star yes. Frog Splash. I didn't realize that was like, saliva. Hell yeah. That was one of their early hits. That's amazing. And then I was thinking of a Creed song last night oh I can't remember what it is let me get my when you oh.
4: are with me
2: oh, or one yes! last breath yes yeah that uh... so there's my sacrifice
1: like... yeah yeah when
4: you are with I me. was listening to my sacrifice relatively I'm
1: recently
4: free. I'm careless I believe
1: that's Creed and then there's uh. Oh
4: now I'm six from the end and I'm thinking higher that's what I was
2: can thinking we'll of take me they, like, that's, when you talk guilty pleasure like Limp Biscuits Agreed. no longer a guilty pleasure band because oh, everyone's man. saying oh they were kind of awesome you, yeah little Bill I know i and now it's
1: Creed. Like, we Creed still, is genuinely... We whip out Limp Bizkit and Creed almost every show. I do it in my acoustic
2: show yeah, every time. I saw it. <laughs> I was... You gotta do corn now. Yes. That's your blind spot. So, what, we did do corn. What, Freak
1: on a Leash might be work?
2: Something
4: takes a part of me. Um,
2: bow, bow, bow. Is that Freak on a Leash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That lends itself really well to acoustic, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, can do like, with, you can do the the beatbox. So that's what we were, we were talking time. about that at candy the other night. He's like, yeah. just yeah. go for the
1: beatbox. Scat. <laughs> and Jonathan Davis, he was a genius. Yeah. I don't know, that that kind of music came out I was like, I don't get it, but I like it. Huge yeah. gamer too, actually. Yeah?
3: Yeah, on the road, he goes, goes out with like two f***ing big monitors there and he's like, plays with his son, right? Nice. So oh, he's really? The game. And yeah, oh yeah, he's got road cases that just open up to like, here's an
2: Xbox. He was really <laughs> into meth too at one point.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lot...
2: Less they usually cool go hand in hand, right? Yeah, video yeah, games yeah. and math? Yeah. Math and, and Tekken. Yeah. Go hand to That, hand that hand sounds, hand. sounds about right. Methtekin? That's oh, a good band name. You Mef-tachin. must be
1: Methtekin. It's Mike Tyson's, oh. Mike Tyson's band name. Methtekin.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my God! This is good. Uh,
3: well, Sorry, Mike.
2: No. Motto is we're off to the wrong foot. Mike's listening and he's really mad. Well, I won't beat up that Andre <laughs> even, bitch!
1: <laughs> I'll just get a tribal tattoo on the other side and we'll say we're like yin and yang, man. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Wow, well, it could be. I just, I just talk with a weird-ass Nova Scotian accent. Well, he's just got a speech impediment, which I shouldn't make fun
2: of. But, I mean, I don't know. There's he's sp- never going to see it. No, there's balls in making fun of someone who can murder you with his hands. <laughs> oh, I'd just run away, you know. Yeah. I'd definitely just run away. I, I like, I am, you know, I'm a man of larger stature, but I think I could run marathon speed. I could run UC <laughs> Bolt speed if I was being chased by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Fair
1: enough. You know? Well, you could have Creed playing in the background while this scene is happening. Yeah, you just make it your own mo. thing. And it yes. it's
3: down to one last breath. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's me, like, running my ass off from Mike Tyson. So this is a music video that you're prepping for right now. Yes. Right?
2: Yes, when I finally drop my uh, create... Christian rock album. I like it. Yeah, my R- Christian butt rock. Christian record. butt rock album. What, what would you name it? I mean, what? what's that South Park episode where they do Cartman's, like, just like they do the christian rock band uh faith plus one (laughs) (laughs) and he just he just starts singing all these like love songs but replaces like girl with jesus he's like i want and then he then he starts singing like i want jesus to uh fill me up with his love i want to open my hands and welcome him into my body like just crazy (laughs) shit like south park is amazing
1: my my niece is like Anytime she comes over, she's like, can we watch South Park? She's six. Nice. No, no,
3: no. She doesn't ask questions. She tells. She demands. She demands we will South watch. South watch we will watch. We're going
1: to watch South, South Park, Park and I want chocolate milk. Yeah.
3: So I'm like... I will have chocolate milk.
1: Respect. <laughs> uh, that's pretty well what I want when I'm six.
2: Yep. And, but I used to have to watch <laughs> it at my older cousin's house. <laughs> when when I was six. eight, I used to get up really early and go on the family computer and just watch South Park, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> First <laughs> well, South North Park now. episode I ever watched. Like, so like, South Park. Like... Boo! You're bad with these today, but good with them. Always. So it was, uh, I was eight years old. It was six in the morning. I'm sitting in the living room in the summer. And I watched the episode of South Park, the uh, You Got Served episode, (laughs) the dance battle. And I expected it to be, like, a funny, you know, adult cartoon. And then at the end, Butters kills everyone with his Chaos. tap shoe. And it's just like, yeah, like, he just kicks his tap shoe off and everyone dies. And it's like, I was like, oh, my God. I'm it, like, like hey, scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: of course.
2: Yeah, yeah it was terrifying. I don't terrifying.
3: think I like South Park anymore.
1: <laughs> it was Total only on time. at, like, 12 o'clock for us when we were kids. It was like, well, we got to stay up late. Yeah. I'm sure what they called that was, like, After Dark? Is that what it was called when all the bad shows were on, the cartoon channels? No, I just channels? remember Detour. I, don't,
2: Detour. I think that was yeah, later, though. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that was after. I remember when I was, like, 7, I'd stay up till 12 to watch Futurama. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then that was on, uh, it was uh, Teletoon at night. Yeah. That's is a, what that's they aired probably it probably on. Yeah, Teletoon was great. get up at 6 in the morning so you can catch uh, Robot Chicken before they switch to their morning programs.
1: Oh, man, it was, like, 13 minutes for an episode of Robot yeah. Chicken. It, it wasn't Back long. to back. Yeah. yeah. Probably, like, 12, because... It's like 23 minutes most shows. Yeah. They say 22, but it's more like 23 once the credits are done. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna include that with not commercials, and, but if you don't want to watch commercials, watch the Family Channel. True. They just do eight minutes of commercials at the end. Yeah, and it's like yeah. foolproof. It's like, well, I gotta go make some Easy
2: Mac. Yeah. No, literally. You know, it's, it's like, like the like, commercial start. You're like, all right, I gotta go. Smell it. Sm- take care of some. Yeah. 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 Smell, <laughs> you, smell, smell
1: you later. It. I gotta go make my food and then come back and so watch it on this couch for four hours. Watch yeah. smart <laughs> guy. <laughs> Like watch Smart Guy. What else? Lizzie McGuire was on that.
2: Fill the future. Oh yeah, even oh. Stevens. Even Stevens. Mr. I was Cohen. thinking
1: of one today. Uh, <laughs> did you guys
2: watch? I was a sixth grade alien. That was a great show. No, I watched yeah. a
1: little bit of that. That only had two seasons. I think it, it was, was like, like pre-Degrassi, wasn't it? No, Degrassi was out forever. I was a sixth a grade alien. The dude was like that purple. Were on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there must a lot have of the been kids that like. we were on, it were on Degrassi point Junior point High. To Degrassi, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was only two
3: seasons, and Wink Yahoo was on that show before too. From Uh Oh,
1: that was a good one too. Too no, young. I wonder when. Uh-oh. That was on the Family Channel or YTV. That was YTV. Oh, YTV yeah. was great. I
2: that love was YTV. the ooze show. I don't it was know. like
1: the beginning of the ooze.
2: Here's a question for you guys. Yeah. Were you Nickelodeon kids or Disney kids? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold, fuck. Yes. My, I remember, Rex. like, distinctly oh, much...
3: Doug. Doug was one of my favorites. For some reason, so my childhood good. was a lot of, like... Arthur was good, but... Anna Barbara.
1: Like,
2: yeah, I remember, like, yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah. and... Teletoon. Is that what it was? Teletoon. Teletoon? Teletoon?
1: And we had the illegal satellite dish, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cartoon there, okay, so We can get the,
1: okay, yeah. can get the uh, That's what it was, Cartoon Network yeah, in... So the States. W- I don't know what that would have been. So, Hannah Barber, it, it was like the Olympic Olympics. Laugh Olympics. Laugh Olympics. You never nice. saw that? It
3: was like and the tra- Avengers of Hannah Barber. It was just yes. like Batman would go against Scooby-Doo. And just like race and stuff. Like, yeah.
1: You were... Just dumb you look, you still Josie like and the Pussycats were on there. there. What is it? You, he's got like the evil laugh of the dog that's like... Was like <laughs> yeah. I, <don't> <laughs> I forget the character's name. The dog. I don't know what it is but either, man. I don't know. He was the villain of the show. Mona the like vampire. What was, like was that Maluigi. on? YTV? Uh, Tele- yeah. Teletoon.
3: I think it was on Teletoon, wasn't it? You uh, might be right.
1: I don't know. Cuz so. it was on like around the same time as Hair hey Arnold every night. Flying Rhino Jr. High. Oh. That was a good one. Now you're talking. I forgot about that one.
3: Rascally Rat.
1: Flying Rhino and See, I was like I still was into Family Matters cuz it played reruns. But my sister's 6 years older than me, so I watched a lot of those shows like Seventh Heaven. That was a show that was... Arthur. Arthur was great. Arthur
2: was so goaded.
1: Yeah. Seventh yeah. uh, Heaven has, like, instilled my forever crush on Jessica Biel. So if That'll she hurt. ever leaves Justin, I get the free pass on Jessica Biel. <laughs> it's like, my wife's like, okay. You lay claim. Yeah, I'm like, well, I really like her. <laughs> I was even... I had a crush on Rita Repulsa, like, from Power Rangers. I don't know. Oh, Okay. And pretty well any anyone in the younger shows like she's pretty. Well, I like this one. Yeah. yeah, You know, keeps you watching. Exactly. Well, to, you know, you're yeah, oh, showing your blade and those. Yeah. All, all, all oh, yeah. Combat. Well, that was Vicky yeah. Valencourt. or not Vicky Valencourt, It was uh, what's her name on Billy Madison?
2: Uh, I think it was Vicky. Wasn't no, it? that's that's. Oh, uh, that's uh, uh, Waterboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you she what. She showed me her boobs. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, too. Price is Right today. Bob Barker, Happy Gilmore on there. Listen to this, <laughs> producer, executive producer Adam Sandler. Of course, really? How did I not know that? Well, that's probably wow, why that's they got the cameo, eh? Yeah, probably.
1: Weird. That's crazy. Just kept it going. Sandler on. is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, oh, what is is it still Sandler. Drew? Uh, it's gotta be. Sorry, is no, it's Still uh, Drew? Yes, it, it is. is. Cool. Toss up between Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, and Billy Madison. Like those three are just the Holy Trinity. Little like, Nicky, Little, Little Nicky, Little Nicky. That is one that gets. I'm sleeping. Where am I? And the two guys are like, "What's Ozzy trying to say?" <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, I don't know. That era of Sandler movies was just like, he's so good. He was on fire there. Yeah. Looked, sure. It was like yeah. seven years because even uh, what was Wedding Singer was great. Yeah, Wedding Singer still. Big Daddy was good. Big comeback with Grown Ups. Yep, true. That was great series. Fifty and First Dates. Are... I yeah. never seen that one. that one. No.
3: That's My Boy was a good little hidden gem love like not
1: one. not so awesome say, in the movies. Yeah. That's My Boy was great when he had the new kids on the block tattoo and it just smeared his face. <laughs> you got any axe? No. I'm not a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> when did I become a douchebag thing? Ask why is a douchebag thing? You guys do great, Sam. <laughs> uh, it's like, literally, all we grew up doing was watching movies. And that just came into, like, listening to music, trying to emulate bands you like. Yeah. So, basically, it's like, well, I'm going to try and sound like that guy until I can sound like that guy. And I'll move on to another band. I think that's how, and Then like, you
2: get your own. You exactly. Know?
1: It's like, how do I find my own voice? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'll
2: combine all it's these like, Who things. am I.
1: Like, yeah. I'm going to borrow this. That's what everyone's ever done. Yep. It's just borrowing certain nuances from all of your favorites. It's like making a collage, you oh, know. Oh, a musical collage. Yeah, and that's every artist So you're saying nobody's original? Not Shit. authentically full 100%, because you're just no. literally using the stuff you like. Yep. And I think that should uh, project in your own music. Because if you don't like something you're writing, scrap it. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many songs over the years, I'm just like, yeah, it's not my best. You gotta like what you do. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it's like, if I don't like it fully, why somebody somebody else else gonna like it?
2: Yeah.
1: I think that's the kind of, a filter that a lot of artists get to look into. Some people just put it out, just to put it out. It's like, hmm, I don't know. Get a little filter back, like, John Landry from the Stanfield's kind of got me onto that. He's like, We did an industry demo right after our Stay Gold album. And I was like, I just want to get more material out. He's like, don't worry about it. It's like, no one's just waiting for it. And that kind of took me a second, like, I guess you're right. He's like, nobody knows who we are. So it's like, okay, take time with us. So from our 2006 album, I think it was 2021 when we released our next one. But in between, it was like we did the industry demo. We traveled, we toured. We didn't put any, we put like a single or two out in that time, mm-hmm. but more or less just like focus on product you want. And at the end, when it's, when you think it's right, release it. Yeah. Work with people you want to work with. Don't make your dream too small. Manifest it. It's like everything is super at reach if you plan it well. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing with music. It's so connected. Everything's so universal and you can go anywhere in the world and find someone that's in this into the same stuff as you. Yep. So find your people and collaborate. That's beautiful. Stay weird, people. Stay, stay, stay weird. Man. That's it, man. Everybody has a, some kind of different thing about them, but you'll find your different person when you're when you're on the road. Collaborate for days.
2: Amen. It's
1: like, it's like class fun, Go right out there. Yeah.
2: Do it. Where can people find you guys online?
1: So you can find us,
2: uh,
1: our website, www.AndrePettyPotAndTheGiants.com, and then all of our social links are there. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> and uh, All the yeah, streamers. All the streamers, YouTube. Um, Google Play. You Google anybody play? Use that? I think I died.
3: Oh, no. no. Google don't play no more. Google ain't playing. No. Google never really played,
1: let's be honest. Yeah, they're just like. They're
3: great search people, but. I still. That's all
1: they're good for. I prefer Ask Jeeves. Yeah. (laughs) That was. When I was in grade four, that's what it was Ask Jeeves. There was no Google. And now it's like, okay, I'm just going to Google it. And it automatically pops up to Google when you search anything. Yeah. So just search Andre Petitpont and the Giants in your space. If you're wondering how to spell. Petty Pots P-E-T-T-I-P-A-S P- Not, uh What was it? the girl called me pepitas today, so Andre Pepitas. Pepitas and his jance <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there yeah. <laughs> That's you A lot wider than my
2: own guitar yeah, <laughs> so It's quite wide
4: In the fear he's sailing Not faking and you're shaking In the lightning disappears In the split second all along you realize that you were tired bring the thunder you're doing with it My high school hairdo All I wanted was a book The last thing was I could put to High school hairdo All I wanted was a book The last thing was I could put to Overcast and Some Someday Ask you Definition of a dweeb That's me Definition of a dweeb Wait and see Definition of a dweeb Hard to believe Definition of a dweeb Yeah My high school High school oh. definition of a dream high school hairdo, oh. definition of a dream high do
1: oh. there we go, the definition Beautiful. of a dweeb, it'll be our first single from the next record, hell
2: yes. <laughs>